Welcome to the Truth For Doubt podcast, where we like to talk about theology, apologetics, and try to have a little fun along the way. Join us as we navigate through life from a Christian worldview. Welcome back to the Truth For Doubt podcast. Welcome! Uh, the only podcast where you get to listen to Ethan, Dr. Ethan Hunley do his world-famous triple-axle backflip. Take it away, Ethan. All right, here we go. Are you guys ready? Hold on, let me lace up my skates. You got the ice prepped? Yeah, I just realized that triple axle is, is an <laughs> ice skating term, and not just like a gymnastic term. I'm going to make my... Just do three backflips in a row, and you'll be fine. You just want my three... Well, okay, all right, all right, here we go. Yep. You ready? Yep. Are you sure? Yep. Are you sure you're ready? Yep. All right. All right, here we go. I've got a cold, so my nose might drip a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that was disgusting. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> that was inspiring. That was it. I landed. That it. was inspiring. That was, that it. was fantastic. Good job. Yeah. That was I, great. I don't know what that really that was. But I didn't know you were that light on your feet. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a gift. Man. You know, <laughs> you guys miss it. We really need to like start recording video and put it on YouTube. Yeah, you get yeah. all of your well, gymnastic feats. What it would look like is me just sitting in a chair, not doing anything, because I move so fast. Yeah, but in my mind's eye, it was really good. I yeah. closed. I, well, I didn't close my eyes, but I felt it. You felt the spirit of the <laughs> of the back place. Yeah, yeah. It's like you oh, knew gosh. exactly what breaths to do and everything. It was great. It was great. Wow. Why um, are we so dumb? But yeah, thanks guys for for joining us again. Uh, thanks for <laughs> listening. Um, this is actually our take two because I accidentally. Forgot to plug in the mics. Thanks, Michael. We yep. around. Talked so you, for 15 minutes. <laughs> Nothing got six. picked up. It was only six minutes. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, it's, it's not too bad. It could have been a lot worse. Yeah. So I'm I didn't have to sing Ave Maria this time. So. I know. Dang it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, you only got like Av. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I did not know the rest of it. No one knows the rest of Ave Maria. They mm. just sing Ave Maria over and over again. That's true. That's it. We, As we said five minutes ago... We're really tired. We had yeah. a long, stinking day. Yeah, yeah. So Michael and Kayla had a block party at their house. Yeah, block um, party. So that was really cool. You know, our small group from church kind of put that together, get to know some of the people from the neighborhood. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it really was a lot of fun. And like I said earlier, um, it, it was cool because there's a lot of people who lived on our street who had never met each other before, um, and they lived there for years. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's kind of crazy that um, we kind of live in a time where that's not that uncommon. Like people don't know their neighbors, right? Like, and that's not a weird thing, you know. There's this book called Bowling Alone, and it kind of talks about that. It talks all about how um, Americans are becoming less and less, uh, I guess, communal. Maybe is, yeah. is the right word. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, think about it. Like with television and with. I mean, this kind of sounds silly, but like things like air conditioning, you know, like you don't see people sitting out on their front porches anymore. You know, I mean, you have, you know, people get home from work, you go inside, you eat dinner, Mm -hmm. spend time with your family, watch TV. Yeah. Like, and even on the weekends, like, I don't know. I mean, I feel like in our neighborhood, you see some people out mowing their yards here and there. Mm -hmm. And so that's really the only time that you see your neighbors is, you know, when they're doing yard work. Yeah. And that's if they do yard work, you know? Yeah. So there's this one woman there um, who, uh, she's lived on this street for 20 to 30 years. Really? And she said nothing like this had ever happened before. Oh my gosh. Uh, And so, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And like it, it, it's kind of sad because I mean there used to be like a like a really tight knit so tight knit social fabric in the states, right? Uh, to an extent, yeah. And I mean your neighborhood was was like your neighbors. I mean you knew your community yeah, that you lived in, right? Exactly. And uh, so it was just cool being able to to like kind of be that catalyst for for our at least just our you know our small little street and yeah. being able to uh, use that to build relationships with people and to uh to use that ultimately as an avenue of sharing the gospel yeah so yeah yeah if you guys want a good way to uh to start building relationships have a block party that's right have your neighbors come over and spend some time with them it's uh it's a lot of fun yeah music frito pies yeah frisbee yeah all good stuff yeah yeah 
But uh, that being said, man, I am pooped. Me I am too. Super pooped. Yeah, full day of socializing. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, man. And as I just learned, like we're both introverts. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we shouldn't do church planning together. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm trying to get better. God is using uh, my weakness, pulling like like he's like pulling me by my feet out of my weakness of being introverted. Yeah. So like like maybe like even five years ago, I probably never would have done something something like this. And, yeah. And uh, now it just like it feels fairly natural to just yeah. talk to people and to have them over and start conversations. Yeah. Um. So it's it's good. Yeah. It it just sounds awful, but I find that like. When I when it's someone that I just met, I really have to remind myself to like be interested in them mm. because like that's how I have a good conversation. Mm-hmm. Because if I if I don't, then like I'm like, hey, you know, what's your name and like where you're from or like mm-hmm. what do you do? And like after that, I don't go anywhere else with a conversation, right. and it's just awkward silence. Yeah. So like I really have to practice like. Again, that sounds awful, but like truly being interested in the person, sure, you know, sure. so that I can think of like more interesting things to talk about, you know? Right. Yeah. No, that's actually a harder thing than it sounds. Like, because yeah. it's, because once you ask, like, how, how are you doing? What's your name? Where do you work? Like, it, it, there's kind of like a freeze in conversation where it's just yeah. like, okay, well, that's, that's about it. Because okay. you don't really want to ask anything else because everything else seems like you're prying. Right. Almost. Right. Uh, uh, and, and you're like, well, how personal, how personal. You know, like you don't want to get too personal too quick, right. you know, because yeah. then that's just weird. You're that weird guy asking them all these personal questions. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I don't know, it, it, it's really, so one, one like method of conversation is to look at like a, like an article of clothing, see what they're wearing and see, you know, and ask them about it. So like oh, okay. you, you're wearing like a really cool shirt right now. And it says that's like right. metal with a mission, Iceland with a Viking head on it, which is one of the coolest shirts I've ever seen. But like, like a shirt like that that's the coolest shirt I've ever seen. Tell me about it. That kind of stuff. Yeah. But sometimes like, what do you do with someone who's wearing like my shirt, which is like, yeah, plain. Like, like so you like green. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. 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 I don't know. I like, uh, like pond brown. That's, <laughs> that's my favorite color. Actually. Oh, all right. Ask cool. So yeah, it's a really difficult thing. Like, I don't think there's always like a tried and true thing, but what you, what you, like what you said is really important though, is, is, being actually interested in that person yeah um so larry king he actually has it's not a quote but like good advice when it comes comes to that but like he says be genuinely curious about that person and right uh, which is basically just rephrasing what you said but it's true like that's what made him that's what he said made him such a great interviewer is that when somebody sat across from him he tried to imagine even if they seem on the outset really boring that they are the most interesting person that that you've ever met, and you got to know about them and about yeah, their story. Yeah. And if you approach every conversation that way, it kind of makes it a little bit easier because yeah. you're now viewing that person as like an unbelievably important and exciting person to be around, even if at first they may not seem that way. But there's that there's something there right. that that they have that you want to know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you gotta dig to try to find it. That's really good. Yeah, it's cool. That's, huh. that's Larry King. So Thanks, Larry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know why I said absolutely because I'm not Larry. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. Did we already say thanks for listening? If not, I hey, don't think so. Thanks but... for listening. If you if you like our podcast or this is the first time you've listened to it, awesome. Thank you so much for checking us out. If you like us, um, you know, leave us a comment or, or some stars. But the biggest thing that you guys can do for us is tell your friends about it and uh, and share it with other people. Yeah, word of mouth is 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 the most helpful thing I think. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it's the best way to get it out. Yeah, for sure. So. We're gonna do something that I'm nervous about, but you think is gonna be okay. I mean, it's been two weeks since you looked at me. Drop jam, three days since laughed at you. You know? Do you know all the words to that song? I know quite a bit Ooh. of those words to that right. song. I'll remember that. Yeah. Point yeah. noted. It's a great one. One week by uh, Bare Naked Ladies. Yep. Which is a very awkward band name to say, especially when <laughs> people don't know that that's a band name. Yeah. Yeah. I've had that experience. Um, but it's been like, yeah, one or two weeks. I mean, it's What's been long enough. Point? It's been long enough. Okay. Well, okay. you introduce it because I right. don't want people to be mad at me. Okay. So I'm a big Marvel fan. And 
I want to talk about Endgame. So, just quick disclaimer here. If you haven't seen the movie yet, spoiler alert, where are we on time? Uh, we're at nine minutes right now without okay. edits. So, so then, then just skip ahead to around the 15 to 16 minute mark. Really? You're gonna be, it's going to be that fast? Maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Just skip ahead. We need a good... Well, I'll put in the comments where to, or not in the comments, but in the description where to skip ahead. Okay, all right, to. so that works. So okay. please just refer to the comments or wherever he puts this. I'm so nervous to talk about this. I don't know um, why. It's stressing me out. It's, it's a big deal. It is a big deal. I mean... It's, it's 11 years. Yeah, right? And like 22 movies or something? That is nuts. Yeah. That's so many movies. All right. What was your... I, I feel like I already know what your least favorite part was. What was your favorite part, oh, my favorite part of this movie? Um, my favorite part of the movie was when uh, Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man were all facing off against Thanos. Yeah, and and Captain America was able to like pick up Thor's hammer. Bum bum bum! Right, that was awesome. that was amazing. And, like, he fought with a with a hammer and his shield. Yeah, and, like hit. His shield with a hammer and, and weird it ways that so didn't make cool. sense with like physics and stuff, but it yeah. was cool to watch. And then at one point he catches the other one, Stormbreaker. Yeah. And, oh, then, and then they switch. Yeah. And like yeah. you get the little one, that's what Thor said. Right. right. Um, but that was my favorite part. I thought that that whole like fight scene was awesome. I think that should have been like the main battle in that movie. Yeah. I don't think that it should have been like this big epic thing that it ended up being. But we can uh, talk okay. about that in a second. Yeah. But what was your favorite? Well, favorite I think movie? my favorite was the big epic thing. Oh, really? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, so Doctor Strange is one of my favorite characters. Right. And, like, to see him come back and then to see him, like, not only bring back all the characters who got dusted, yeah. but also bring back, like, all these armies from, like, other planets and stuff. Right. I, it, I was just, like, you know, eyes wide open at right. that point you know yeah yeah it was amazing yeah so what was your what was your least favorite part least favorite part um so there were a few things um oh gosh okay sorry i also forgot to mention the professor hulk that was oh, really yeah. cool yeah, i'm really glad really that funny. they did that yeah yeah uh i think some of my least favorite parts were probably um like how ant-man got out of the quantum realm oh yeah like it just kind of happened. It just spit him out. Yeah. I don't know. I was I was hoping that there was something more to that. I guess right, right. Because that was like the bi- that was a big question coming into this movie. Is like, yeah. how does he get out? Right. Um, and it just kind of just like bleh, and then right. Just, I mean, yeah. yeah. The van just spit him out. I don't know. I it was just kind of like a easy. Answer, yeah. Like a, yeah. He had to come back somehow. So let's just have him right. chuck out. Of the and car. again, this is like this being said, I'm, I'm like looking for things wrong. You're looking for things to complain about. Yeah. It was a great movie. Yeah. I'm not saying it was a bad movie. And then, uh, of course, of course, fat Thor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, so you didn't like that part? No, I, I didn't like fat Thor. Yeah, I didn't either. That was probably one of, but that was probably my least favorite part of the movie too. Like, like, Later on in the movie, when he like powered up, yeah, and like finally like got his will to fight, yeah, and like he like transformed and like yeah. had the Thor suit on, right? Like I was hoping that like when that happened, he would magically get buff again. He'd get like ripped again. Yeah. yeah. Why but, didn't they make that happen? I don't know. Like, like if he if, stayed chubby the entire movie, <laughs> if magic lightning can make your beard hairs <laughs> braid together. Surely it could make you buff. Like that. I makes, mean, it was so disappointing. Yes. Yeah. I, uh, they made him chubby the entire movie. They just made him like the like well like to make the joke in the movie like the Big Lebowski where he was just kind of like yes. he was worthless. Like the the entire movie he was just like this bum that was hanging out with these other guys and he was like the most powerful like guy. Like yeah. he's the god of thunder. Right. Uh. So yeah, I was I was super bummed out about that. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I uh, I did like how they brought in Pepper Potts in oh, her yeah. her yeah. Iron Man suit too. I thought that was kind of strange though, because like she's basically like a CEO. So like, how does like like why does she know how to like do all like work the Iron Man suit and stuff? Yeah, so. in my mind, I kind of and again the movie didn't play into this, so yeah. I'm just assuming. Yeah, but in my mind. Um, like when she was actually talking to Tony about like helping them uh-huh. and like, she was like, seemed 
somewhat interested. Yeah. That seems different from her in the past where she right. was like, you just need to stop. You just need to stop. Yeah. So I wondered if maybe, because it was what, five years mm-hmm. since people had been dusted. Yeah. And so I just wondered if maybe in those five years she kind of came around and right. I don't know, maybe he trained her or maybe, I don't know. Sure. I just, in yeah. my imagination, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. I can't, my, makes my sense. mind kind of filled that five right. years with, well, right. maybe she like, Learn from him or something. I don't yeah, know. yeah. No, that 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 makes sense in my mind. One of the biggest things that made me sad though was like, so I like a lot of the characters. I mean, I was like, I was bummed out that that Black Widow died. I wasn't expecting her to die. Yeah, but you, are you I, not a Black Widow fan? I'm not not a Black Widow fan. Yeah, but I I mean I don't know. I'm, I'm just indifferent about it. Yeah, yeah. I so like I kind of wish I was I was hoping that they were going to develop her character more and make it like have i don't know i thought she she's got a spin-off movie coming yeah but like it's Which, obviously a prequel yeah but well and um, again i'm wondering like i don't know i that yeah. might be a good movie but like you know how she ends yeah, like yeah. you know how she dies right. i don't know it's just yeah um and so okay for me too i thought it was good but i think doing time travel stuff to fix problems is always like an easy an easy out yeah kind of things and yeah. so like anytime i see that as like the main plot point of how to how they're gonna like fix everything uh-huh i'm just like well well yeah that's of course right. it's easy you're like, like you're yeah now now all the rules are out the window and you can pretty much just make it up yeah 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 and what are the rules of yeah. like because they don't really their time jumping doesn't really seem to make sense and thor's stole thor's hammer and so the thor in that timeline just doesn't have a hammer do you realize that? You're right. Oh my gosh. I didn't I didn't notice that. Yeah. So he's just like living the rest of his store life without without his Mjolnir. <laughs> Mjolnir? Yeah, Mjolnir. I think that's <laughs> yeah, nailed it. Oh man. That's how you say it. Yeah. But Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What did you think I I feel like I already know the answer to this, but what did you think about Captain Marvel in this? I I don't understand the point of her. Like they made it such a big deal in the end of the last movie that she was going to come in there and like take care of everything. And then like, she's barely in this movie. And the only thing that she does in this movie is fly through a ship and break it. Yeah. And that was it really. And like she went against Thanos, but she got power stoned in the face and then she didn't end up really doing anything. Yeah. I, I just have such mixed feelings. Like, I really liked the Captain Marvel movie. Yeah. I liked that movie. Yeah. But I don't know. She just seems like I, don't I, even think I just she's get, that good of an actor, I get really weird vibes in this in yeah. from her in this in this movie. She's, like she's kinda wooden and she's kinda like she seems kinda like smug and smirky. She's trying yeah. to like be cool, but I, it's just yeah, I d I wasn't a big fan. And like I, and they didn't really answer the question of like where have you been and everything. Right. Besides her just saying like, Well, lots of other universes need help. Yeah. Like Yeah. It's like all right. Uh, but this is the one where everything happens. Yeah. And again, the movie's already three hours long. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I sure, there may have been some deleted scenes where she talks about it more. Yeah, you know. But it, I mean it just it made it like the last movie made it seem like she was such an important Right, like figure like, to this she movie. She will be the, the like the turning point. Yeah, yeah, but like it just was not. not yeah, it. it really wasn't. Yeah, but um, I I wish so another character that I wish was in it more. Actually, there's two characters that I wish had larger roles. One was Doctor Strange. Like Me I too. wish Doctor Strange did more than just yeah. like his little swirly gate thing that you see a thousand times. Right. Well, because you. Yeah, like I mean, he he pretty much is orchestrating. Like he knows everything, right? Right. I yeah. mean, and so I again, him being one of my favorite characters, I agree. Yeah. I was hoping that he would have been right more. I don't know, and just I had yeah. more lines. Yeah. I mean, he only had like one or two lines in this whole movie, right? And then Valkyrie, I wish she was more like a bigger part of the um, of the movies because I think she's a cool character too. Yeah, but she's not really. Nice. And then how does she get the Pegasus? That's a great question. <laughs> she just I'm assuming, yeah, I'm assuming maybe Doctor Strange just like, just like ordered one in, circled one in somehow. Yeah, that's helpful. I don't know. That's pretty nice. I mean, I'm sure it was just flying somewhere in its home world, and yeah. the little circle opened yeah. up, and it just flew through. <laughs> yeah. So, I watched the. I thought it was a really awesome movie. I I thought the 
time travel thing was kind of like a cop out. I always think that's a cop out in movies, yeah, though, when yeah. they go to time travel. But like overall, I thought it was a good movie. And then I did the worst thing I could have done and <laughs> <I did. laughs> watched the Ben Shapiro oh my God. take on it. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, oh man, there are times where I just like, I hate how like logical that guy is and like how <laughs> oh, much so all funny. of his critiques made sense. Like yeah. he thought it was a good movie, but he really like nailed things that were like, that, that just didn't make sense or yeah. that it was just like a plot hole. Or like them running the gambit at the end, uh, or the gauntlet, or blah, them running with the gauntlet at the end, like it's a football and they're trying to get to the end zone, was just like kind of like a hokey way of them like throwing in all the characters, just get them having oh, a reason yeah. to have all the characters to be in there. It's like, oh yeah, don't forget we have Black Panther because uh, you know he's throwing tossing the gauntlet to Black Panther. Oh, don't forget Spider Man's in this too. Oh, don't forget. And so like right. it was just a kind of like a oh gosh, yeah, that that's not untrue <laughs> yeah i know right yeah. oh gosh oh man so but i mean still overall awesome movie yeah and, it was great it was great and now like thor is with, with the, guardians. the guardians so yeah. i'm excited to see guardians of the galaxy 3 yeah um captain america is an old man yeah well yeah. no captain america is now anthony mackie's character uh huh? uh, uh falcon falcon yeah yeah, that's yeah. It. yeah. which is cool which is awesome I hope they get him like super serum because I don't think it's going to be like the same with yeah, him just being I, a normal dude. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. That's I guess that's part of why I wasn't as let down like when Black Widow died. Yeah. Cuz like she's just a normal person. Right. And yeah. like uh uh Hawkeye. Yeah. Again, like he's just a normal guy. Right. Which I guess makes it a little more impressive that they're hanging out with superheroes. Yeah. But I don't know. I just I'm just not connected to them as much for whatever reason. Speaking of normal people, how do they survive, like these normal people survive 60 missiles, space missiles, alien space missiles? That is a good question. Like <laughs> raining down on them and then falling like 16 stories down into like this abyss. Yep. Like that makes no sense to yeah, me. Yeah. Like but. more people, yeah. Realistically, someone should have died in that scene <laughs> know, right? oh my gosh oh gosh it was crazy yeah so oh man don't watch the ben shapiro review okay it'll like he still says it's a good movie uh-huh. but it'll also point out other things that like, <laughs> oh, you just wouldn't have said anything. oh that's funny that's gosh. funny yeah, yeah i uh it's i'm interested to see and i don't know if you noticed this but the uh like at tony stark's funeral when like the camera kind of pans to like the people are standing in different groups mm-hmm. and it's like the guardians and then like some other people and yeah, like mm-hmm. the camera pans and then towards the end it pans over like this, like teenager, like this kid standing oh, yeah. here. I know who that is. Who is that? He's supposed to be the guy from iron or the kid from iron man three that Tony Stark, I guess mentors or see, like, I don't even remember that. I yeah. guess. Do you remember Iron Man three? Like, Iron I mean, Man I three s- is a hard one for me to remember. I, see me too. I mean, I know I saw it, but I don't yeah. really. So there's this kid in it that finds him or no, I, uh, Tony Stark goes to this kid's garage and the kid finds him in the garage and he kind of like, you know, goes back and forth in dialogue and stuff with this little kid. And that's who that's supposed to be. Oh, okay. Because, like, Tony Stark was kind of like a father figure to the kid for, like, okay. that, the three days that he was there. Yeah. And so he came to his funeral. So okay. that's who that he's supposed uh, to be. I think okay. the, that's what the director said. Okay. Was. All right. I was hoping it was going to be another awesome kid, like, future character. See, me too. Like, and that was, that was the one thing, or another thing, I guess, that the movie didn't do, mm-hmm. is, like, it didn't, like, it didn't give you any little morsel of... Yeah, what like the future is. Yeah, yeah, like no little hidden thing or anything. Right. I do have a theory. I think that they're. I think that they're gonna like pursue a uh, a teen Avengers thing. Oh, you think? I think so. With because who? well, one that kid. Yeah. Um. Because why else would they put that kid in this movie? Right. I mean that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Um. And so so that. Also, uh, Scott Lang, uh, Ant Man's daughter. Oh yeah. Also yeah. a teenager. Hawkeye's daughter. Hawkeye's son. daughter. Most yep. daughter because she was shooting the bow and arrow. Yep, teenager. Um, 
Uh, and then, of course, Iron Man had the little girl. She's she's several years younger. She's yeah. like a little kid. But I don't know. I just I see. Yeah. I mean, I could see how they could be setting that up. Man, I hope that's not gonna happen. I I kind of hope not too. I feel like it would just turn into a, a teen drama. Thing. Yeah, well, and... And in teen drama movies, there's always a love triangle. And yep. I hate love triangles. <laughs> I can't stand them. Like, <sighs> Twilight, love triangle. Yep. What's that one uh, the, with the Mockingjay? You know oh, what I'm talking about? Hunger oh, Games. Hunger, Hunger Games, Games, love triangle. Yep. There's always a love triangle. Yeah. I know I only said two things, but there's more. Yeah, yeah. No, so no, you're I right. I feel like that's what would happen with a teen adventures. Yeah, and that's another question that I have, I'm curious, or at least that I'm curious about, is... You know, I mean, Marvel has pretty much covered with these 22 movies most of their A-list characters. Right. You know? And so now... It's just going to be more obscure. Yeah. Um, I, I, and I wonder how many, like, new obscure characters they're going to introduce yeah. versus, like, continuing stories with right. the remaining main characters. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I, sure they'll bring up more. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy, they were, like, super obscure. That's true. That's but, true. Yeah, I mean, like it's they got the whole Marvel universe, and then also like they own, uh, they own Fox now, which is X Men. So oh, that's they right. Bring in so some they of could, those characters yeah, too. they could bring in X Men. Yeah, which I don't know if they ever would, but it's a possibility. Yeah. yeah. Um, man, any closing thoughts on the Avengers? No, I, I honestly I could talk about this kind of stuff all day. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big nerd when it comes to this kind of stuff. Yeah, it's, it's I really like talking fun. about what I think they're gonna do or what they're not gonna do. And yeah, yeah, yeah. man. All right. Well, that was our our take, our hot take. Yep. On the Avengers, let us know what you think. Yeah. Truthfordoubt at gmail dot com. Message the apologetics ministry what you thought about the because i'm actually curious i want to know what you think um but uh we're moving on to the the more serious topic and i i'm really curious i want to know i, I wonder if we're going to have disagreement in this i don't think we will no you don't no, think not even a little bit i maybe maybe but yeah i will say like i was thinking about it earlier today uh-huh and i i think my mind has changed Oh, really? Things. Yeah. Okay. Well, man, we'll stop teasing and, yeah. and see what it is. So we're going to talk about, um, it's not so much apologetics, more of like a, a Christian take on, on art yeah. in general. And my opinion is that art is stupid. So what's <laughs> that, yours? That I would disagree with. See? Boom. There we go. Disagreement. Boom, disagreement. Interesting radio. Art's not stupid. Yeah. All right. But uh, but no, like um, we, we had this conversation a little while ago mm-hmm. and it was all about how how i think that artistic expression can sometimes become an idol and supersede supersede following christ because artists and and like i'm not an artist but but i do i do like to do um like pen and ink drawings and things like that mm-hmm. um, wait what yeah i do pen and ink drawings oh pen and ink yeah okay you just said that really fast and yeah. i was like Pen and ink drawings? And what ink. does that even mean? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, go uh, ahead. Pen and ink drawings. Okay. And so, like, I'm, I'm not, like, amazing or anything like that. But, like, I do like to, uh, uh, I, I have a deep appreciation of, of art. And I really like it. But I do think that there are times where, whether, whatever medium, and including music on mm-hmm. this, people will think that their, quote, unquote, right to express themselves supersedes their Christian responsibility for things like self-control uh, or not being a stumbling block, mm-hmm. um, all these different things. Why do you like? Why do you like art? Why do I like art? Yeah, you mentioned you said you said I like it and I have a, a deeper appreciation for it. Mm-hmm. Why? I think it draws out the the beauty that ultimately reflects God. That. So I kind of take the Johann Sebastian Bach view of okay. it. And he believed that music and artistic expression was meant to reflect the character of God. Um, so a really cool thing with uh, Bach is that at the, um, or Bach, however you want to say it, but I'll just say Bach to make it easier, the Americanized version. At the end of all of his sheet music, he always wrote SD, SDG. And I think I may have told you this before. Mm-hmm. Um, and the SDG stood for Sola Deo Gloria. Uh, which means to God alone be the glory. Um, and the reason why he did that 
that was actually a Reformation principle. Um, but the reason why I did that was because he wanted his music to reflect his heart towards God, almost like a, like you know, kind of like in the Psalms. You know how the Psalms yeah. were these artistic expressions yeah. of of a, a man's heart towards God, whether it be yeah. David or one of the other psalmists. And I think as Christians, ultimately, that's what artistic expression should be. Not saying that it always has to look a certain way. Like it's not like yeah. if you're if you do drawings, like you don't have to just draw crosses and stuff all the time. Right. Like you can draw whatever it is <laughs> yeah. you want. Yeah. But I think you also have to be conscious of what it is that you're drawing and if it if what you are drawing will ultimately please God or if it would ultimately do the opposite. So, yeah. yeah. What what about you? Like what I mean, you're a musician. Yeah. What what's your take on that? So, yeah. So for me, art is uh and music especially is yeah, it's a it's a mode of self-expression, you know? It's I took some notes this morning when I was thinking about it. Um it's really uh creativity, it's it's emotions and it's it's creating something that hopefully well, see, I started to say hopefully sort of leads somebody else to feel or think or feel what you're feeling but mm. that's not necessarily true either because you could do it just for yourself sure you know it doesn't necessarily have to be for somebody else but i think it's a way of of sort of putting something forming something making something mm-hmm. that expresses an idea or a feeling mm-hmm. or a thought whether that be an emotion love beauty fear um, you know, it's, it's putting, it, at least in musical form, it's putting notes and words mm-hmm. to, to feelings and thoughts right? and expressing that out. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really awesome. Right. Um, you know, I love listening to a song and I could be in a great mood, but I love listening to a, a really sad song mm-hmm. and, and like immediately thinking, Oh man, like I get I get where this person is. Mm-hmm. Like just by listening to the song mm-hmm. and feeling the lyrics and the chords and the progression and the dynamics, um, like like you get it. You're like, oh man, that's tough. You know, like sure. And it doesn't have to be a sad. That's just an example, but right. um, but yeah, that's I mean that's why I like art is because it's it's this way of getting these things out, you know, and, and at least sharing them, you know, in, in my experience, sharing them because I enjoy, you know, Mm -hmm. listening to and experiencing other people's art. Right. You know? So like you said, you said that your kind of opinion on this has changed a little bit. So what do you think a Christian's responsibility? Yeah, I'll use that term. I'll use responsibility. What do you think a a Christian artist, whether it be a musician or whether it be, um, uh, whether it be any medium, what do you think a Christian's responsibility is in relation to art? Or do you, or do you think there is one? Yeah. So, so I think again, if, if I define art by what I, what I just said, it being this expression of these thoughts, these feelings, these emotions that you're having, um, then, uh, then, then art is an overflow of the heart. Um, and if, if your heart is on Christ and if you have been changed into this new man, then your art should be overflowing from that. And so, yeah, like it should be, it should be, Christ honoring and it should be pointing to Christ mm-hmm. whether it be something happy or something sad right. or you know it, it it could be any anything mm-hmm. um, I mean there aren't any rules you know um, but uh, yeah I, I think in my opinion art r- true true art is something that is an overflow from the heart right so one of the things that spurred this conversation 
the very first time we we discussed this was a, a song and I don't remember exactly who sang it um but this guy was expressing his like his grief of yeah I think it was the loss of his son um and uh is a Christian artist and it was an unbelievably powerful song and at the end of it it was all about how like like God and and Jesus being able to sympathize with our with our grief because like he he died for us he suffered the cross for us and it was a super powerful song mm-hmm. but in this song he drops the f bomb mm-hmm. um, so th- this is one of the things that like I I was struggling with because it's like like I don't want to teeter that line and fall into just like this legalism right um, and. But like at the same time, like when I heard that song, like it was a like it was a shock because I just wasn't expecting it in a Christian song, right? And uh, it kind of like it took me out of it for a minute, and then uh-huh. maybe it, it, then it started making me like kind of think deeper about it and wondering if like while yes, like that was a unbelievably powerful song that I'm sure has touched many lives. Like was he like was using that word in that artistic expression right or 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 moral? And that's a, man, that's a tough thing to answer Yeah. because yeah. what a lot of people may, may say, and I would sympathize with this mm-hmm. wholeheartedly, um, is that yes, it is totally fine because he was expressing the emotions that he was feeling and, yeah. and that self-expression in that moment called for that strong of a word. But we also know that there are many Christians out there who who don't like cursing? There's young younger Christians out there who, um, uh, who I've known who've like who've who who would stumble hearing another Christian speak. Yeah. Whether that should be a thing or not. Yeah. It's a fact that they're. You know, it's not up to us what causes other Christians to stumble. Yeah. Um, and so knowing that, and also recognizing that everything that we do has to be measured by the measuring stick of Christ's morality. Yeah. Um, and not only that, but also measured by the fruits of the spirit. One being mm-hmm. self-control. Mm-hmm. Does, does that self-expression of that man who is expressing his pain, does that supersede his need to do that, to put that word in there, supersede that like that self-control or yeah um, or that that being that god honoring just yeah. not having that in there well I, think, I don't know i think i think there are several other variables here too right you know because if you're if you're someone just writing that song for yourself mm-hmm. like that's one thing and then if you're hearing if you're someone writing that song that you're going to put on an album and release it to right. thousands and thousands of people that's another thing Right. But honestly, I I think if you're going to ask that question of is it morally right for for him to do this in that situation? Mm-hmm. I th- I think you have to sort of take a step backwards and say, well, in generally or in general, mm-hmm. is it morally right cursing? Mm-hmm. I mean, ever. Mm-hmm. You know, uh because that's 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 the real question mm. that we would have to address before getting to yeah. is it right in this situation or not? I think yes and no. You I know think, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I do, but I think that we could use the for this particular instance. I think we could use the measurement of like generally speaking, cursing is not seen as a moral good in in Christian society in right in our particular instance. Right. And with that being true, whether it's whether that is a right thing or a wrong thing, like is irrelevant, but with it being true for right now, with the understanding that people would stumble hearing that. Um Yeah. That's what whether or not that's it's what whether matters. or not it tried or wrong. Right, exactly. I mean I you had Paul uh abstaining from from specific things that he said were not uh were not unclean. In order to not be a stumbling block to his brothers. Yeah. Um, And I wonder if there are artists out there who 
and like even even like myself with some things with with even my speech and my self expression that mm-hmm. way, um, especially in the states where we take the the um, freedom of of speech so seriously, right? If people have taken that and turned it into like an idol that is stronger than almost any, because we yeah. live in a culture where it is more important for you to be able to express yourself than it is for you to live in a holy way. Yeah, yeah. Then then submitting to something else. Right. Higher. Yeah. 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 It's <clears throat> like when I when I think about actually that's a great that's a great uh example using Paul there because I mean, yeah. I mean, in that in that example, I mean, you just switch out eating whatever it was with Mm -hmm. using words that in certain situations may or may not be acceptable. I mean, it doesn't change. It's the same situation. Yeah. I mean, it's the exact same situation. So like you can say that like, so just for the sake of the argument, you could say that cursing is not a sin, but if it causes someone else to stumble, then that is a sin. Yeah. And so like you said, like it doesn't matter at that point. Right. Right. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's where my idea has changed some because before I would I would have said, well, I don't really know because, you know, if that's really what he was feeling. Mm-hmm. And I, I think my mind would go back to that first question of, well, is cursing right or wrong? Mm-hmm. Because if, and, and if it's wrong... In which situations, and if it's right or not right, but okay, in which situations, right? And and I I, I would get caught up on that, yeah. And think, well, okay, answering that question, and then saying, well, which situation was this guy in? Mm-hmm. You know, in writing this song and then going through this stuff, which situation was he in? That was it right or was it wrong? Right. But when you when you hold it up to Paul's argument. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it doesn't really matter because if it's something that causes somebody else to stumble, yeah, then it's not worth doing. So that being said, I still really like the song. It's um, like yeah, it's a it's a super powerful song. But uh, in in hindsight, I you know should he have probably saved maybe that version of it maybe just for himself yeah and 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 yeah i don't know that's where it gets hard because i think people who make art for a living yeah like musicians right or i don't know writers or or whoever yeah um would see that as well that's not how i was feeling like Mm -hmm. that's not that's not the true art like Mm -hmm. that's not like that's just create you know replacing that word with something else yeah. would be just creating something that isn't true right but do um, you think that, that that view is pursuing an idolized version of art versus what's actually honoring to Christ at that point yeah i mean i think it is yeah man that's like and that's heavy, but it's hard man, because it's yeah like that's not in right because even talking about this i think in like artistic circles i feel is, i feel really torn right now it's, <laughs> like it's yeah. really taboo man because right. it is such a personal thing yeah and and we've we've i think man I, i'm being completely honest dude and i don't do that for a living i don't do art for a living yeah and so like i yeah. i'm and fully I don't either. in recognition yeah. of that when i say this um but i think we have created such a like a sacred cow out of these certain personal things. So like, okay, like, um, oh shoot, I have it written down. I blank it on it every time. Um, but so like Colossians three twenty three, it, mm-hmm. it it says that in all we do, all we do, mm-hmm. we commit that to Christ. And yeah. often we are totally fine with like with um, that being true for uh, our relationships or our marriage or the way we raise our children or. Um, our interpersonal relationships at work and different things like that, or even uh, you know, with with the calling of our lives, you know, when it comes to like you know being a missionary or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when that I think crosses into the realm of self expression, 
especially especially artistically, then it's it seems that in some circles with with some things that I've seen and heard, uh, it, it it seems to kind of fall by the wayside, and it starts to be become like well, it's like what my emotions are that matters most right. and not what one of the things we have to realize is everything that we create is going to affect other Christians somehow. Yeah. And not only other Christians, but also unbelievers too. Mm-hmm. Um, and if the things that we're creating is causing a negative effect when it doesn't have to be there, then then I don't think we're doing probably not good. Yeah. But then, and and it gets, it gets even more complicated because then it gets into the discussion of, well, what if it helps more people than it makes stumble? Oh, right. Yeah. And then what do you do then? Yeah. Um, man. And gosh, then at that point I would still say like, okay, it, it can help a lot of people, but there's, there's a lot of things out there that can help those people. And I don't, think we understand the severity of sin and like the the horribleness of sin and the depravity of sin yeah when we say that because we're saying that oh man that's so hard man like i, I don't even like saying <laughs> this like i don't even yeah ah, i'm like messing with my hair because i'm so stressed out right yeah now. you look really uncomfortable <laughs> yeah because like it's it's such a hard thing because like you know how do you weigh that like i mean it could really help some people like grow listening to that song and being able to be like, yes, Christ died for me despite that word. But then that one person that it makes slip up and fall into sin. Like that's, that's not something to be taken lightly. And I think we often, we often view that lightly, yeah. but then put a huge emphasis on the people that it helps on the good. Yeah. Yeah. And you're also, you're also claiming that that piece of art, we're, I know we're talking about this song specifically. Right, I think right. it can it can apply to other things. But you're also saying that like this thing can only help people this particular way, my way, and not God's way. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's also not true. Yeah. Gosh, I have so many thoughts going around in my mind right now, but I can't really Yeah, articulate them. Yeah, it's, yeah. Or yeah. I can't really order them well. Right. Um gosh, like there's so much to that. Yeah. When I think about it, like, bottom line, if we're submitting to Christ, then we want to do what's most Christ-honoring. Mm-hmm. And we want to, yeah, again, hold hold the seriousness of sin and, and, the, and the righteousness of Christ mm-hmm. in, in their true lights right. and in their true, like, weights and their true importance. Um, and yeah, I mean, if it means changing some of your self-expression mm-hmm. because it doesn't line up with that, yeah, I mean, that's what we're supposed to be doing as Christians right? is like, yes, we still have the sin nature mm-hmm. and we're supposed to be doers of the word mm-hmm. and we're supposed to be pursuing this righteousness that 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 we can do, you know, right. um, uh, as a response to our faith, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to say. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I think there's a good. I just, I, I see. Yeah. I see the arguments. Right. Well, but, there's also this principle yeah. called the noetic effect of sin. Ooh, fancy and, words. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, it's the, so the noetic effect of sin is basically talking about sin's effect on man's ability to reason. And I think that one of the things that we have to take in consideration is the noetic effect of sin in regards to uh, our perception of art, because I think that it can have an effect. I think that uh, we live in a fallen world and we still struggle with sin and, uh, and you know, our our entire like beings, you know, were, you know, depraved. Um, Yeah. And I think that even our perception of what is art or what makes good art or what parts of art is most important is also affected by, by sin as well. And I think that there are times where like that can get the better of us, even as Christians. Yeah. And, um, so like, you know, you even have Christians throughout church history 
who have been incredible, you know, sculptors or painters who have painted, you know, nudes. Yeah. And that kind of flies in the face of the biblical conception of, uh, of modesty. And so like, even there, like you have like the, you know, the beautiful work of, of a human body that got created yet you are saying that the artistic expression that this, this oil painting or this whatever kind of painting or sculpture that is more beautiful and more important than, than what the word of God says about this artistic expression. And yeah. And we, we start the, the scales start to balance in the wrong way. Mm. And I think that has to do with our perception, our sinful perception of art. I don't know. What do you think about that? <laughs> yeah, that's heavy stuff, man. <laughs> like <laughs> it's too late for this. Yeah, no, I. So I, uh, I mean, it's really good. I. Uh, it's just. Yeah, I mean, I I get it. Mm-hmm. I understand that. I and I and I think that I agree. Yeah, um, and I'm not trying to beat you with a hammer. So, like, if you do disagree, like, that's no, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, this is just a new idea that I've heard. Right. Um, and I. I don't disagree. Mm. Um, so yeah, I guess I agree. Um, you <laughs> well, know, feel free to like, think about it, man. Cause I'm still trying to, well, yeah, like... that's something that, yeah, it's, it's hard to, cause you know, something that, and it's, it's funny. I'm going to read this out because I wrote this earlier today and now I'm like, ah, I don't know about this. Um, and it's just so funny. Uh, so I wrote, um, when I was thinking about this art is, uh, yeah, art is overflow. Um, art is personal. Um, and it, quote, can't be wrong because it's from feelings and it reflects the heart's position. It's not objective, but subjective. Uh, and it can, it can reflect objective truth, mm-hmm. but it doesn't necessarily have to, you know, right. because if an unbeliever is making art, you know, I mean, it could be mm-hmm. anything. Um, but we're talking about art being made from the Christian perspective. Right. From someone whose heart is regenerated, right? They're regenerate and and saved by Christ. Yeah. Um. And so that person making art in the perfect world should be of the mindset of submission to Christ, right? Even in their emotions, even in their feelings. And then from that, the the overflow of the art. Right. So uh, te- technically, yes, yeah. I yeah. mean, it it, it 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 all should be in right in in submission to Christ. Yeah. And that's not saying that every piece of work has to have this overtly Christian message. Um, right. But I think it has to be still created with Christ in mind. You know, yeah. like if you and I were to do this pod, like to do a podcast, and it was not about Christian topics, mm-hmm. we would still have to submit that podcast to Christ. It would still have to be Christ honoring, even if we're not necessarily talking about right. overtly Christian topics, right? Because we're Christians and we're doing a thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, exactly. that's it. Like, yeah, no, that's that's unbelievably true. And I think one of the problems that we had, I just thought about when you yeah. were saying that, is that. I think one of the problems we have is that we do believe that art is personal when it's, when it's metaphysically not. Yeah. And so like what I mean by that is that we often, I think, think of, of artistic expression as cut off from everything other than ourselves. Right. And it's as Christians, it's not like we are, um, we are in Christ and being in Christ means that means that we're not ever cut off from mm-hmm. Christ and that everything that we do, it's it's personal in the sense that like there are times where it's just, you know, just me. But yeah. it's never just me. It's me and um and the indwelling Holy Spirit. And and that means something. And that means that I have to live my life in accordance to the fruits of the Holy Spirit and, and recognize that those are the gifts that He's given me to to work out what it means to be a Christian in even the artistic spheres. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think that it's a, that's a tough thing and that we obviously don't always get right, but we should, that's what we should strive for. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's a... I, I mean, I don't I don't have anything else. Yeah. I, think, I, I mean, I agree. I think maybe that's where we should just cap off the conversation yeah. right there. Um, I still don't know how I feel about it. Like, it still doesn't... Like, I don't feel like, oh, all right, yeah, we figured it out. You know, like, I, yeah. well, it's I not mean, a like thought it's I a, have. It's honestly, man, it's a countercultural it's conflicting. thought. Yeah, like, because, it's conflicting. Yeah, man, because, <laughs> because for so long, art has been this, like, it's only me that matters in this. Yeah. Um, and I just, I think that there's, there's something wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, so anyway. Yeah. Cool. So we're now moving into the, uh, question and answer section of the podcast. Um, and Q&A. Uh, the Q and a, and this is where, uh, if you are a Patreon supporter, uh, you can, you can send in questions for Ethan and I to answer at the end of the, each podcast. And um, I, I hope that you do. I hope that you guys uh, go to patreon.com slash T4D. Uh, check it out. And um, you can become a supporter of us for uh, as low as $5 a month, which um, which is just a, a pricey cup of coffee. Um, so just, yeah, just don't, don't drink coffee twice a month. And then, boom, there you go. That's, and then get access to cool stuff. Get access to cool stuff. Hopefully more, more things on the way. Um, hopefully we'll have like t-shirts designs or t-shirt designs in the near future. Um, but anyway, one of the perks of, of being a Patreon supporter is sending us questions. Like I said, uh, so, um, this week we've got, um, I don't know if we'll have time for both of them. So I'm just gonna, I'm going to start with this one. So one of our supporters asks if a friend or coworker is of another faith, how would you suggest someone prepare before discussing Christianity with them? Um, do you want to start or shall I start? Um, I mean, I, I could start. Yeah, go for it. So, so the way that, so this is with the understanding that you know what, of what faith they are. Um, yes and no. You can answer both, both. Okay. Well, for me, I mean, if, if I know what faith they are, I would sort of approach it as like, I would do at least a little bit of research and, sort of find some questions that I have about their faith and uh, sort of approach it in that way. And not in a, like, why, not not in a, like, quote, like, questioning sort of way, Mm -hmm. but really more of in a, like, a a curiosity sort of a way. Mm -hmm. And and hopefully in that way open the door to, like, oh, okay, so that's what you believe about that. Mm -hmm. Okay, because what I believe is this, and then you could kind of talk about... Yeah. You know, and then I mean, I, I feel like that would be a good way to open up a pretty low key conversation about like, oh, okay, so this is what you think about that. Well, what do you think of you know? I don't know. And you could, yeah, right. Um, now, if you don't know what they are, then I'm not really sure what that question is. Like, sure. how do you approach someone who you don't know what they believe? Yeah, I it's kind of hard to prepare for at that point. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really know what the prep would be sure. there maybe you can answer that one but yeah um so yeah so i'll, I'll tackle the tackle the first one um and i that, feel like i'm mumbling this entire podcast because i have a cold so please tell me if it's i feel like i'm not gonna uh, <laughs> no, that's, think, that's how i feel like I'm i've been able to understand you okay so, good um i was oh that was really stupid i was just about to say we'll put subtitles to it but i don't, <laughs> I don't think you can do that for a podcast so i'm really dumb my wife married way down. Uh, oh gosh. Anyway, um, so yeah, I would pretty much do the same thing. Uh, same thing that you would do. I would uh, kind of get a. Um, you don't have to get a really in depth understanding of the other person's worldview. Yeah. Uh, in order to have a conversation with them, but that that would be something. So like, well, we'll say you're speaking with a Buddhist. Mm. You do want to do a little bit of background research yeah. on on Buddhism, the different sects of Buddhisms. Um, and, um, you know, things like the fivefold path and all these different kinds of things that um, just would be good to know if you're about to talk to a, a Buddhist. But one of the things that you don't want to do is after you've done your homework, assume that everything that you've just read is exactly what that person believes. Right, um, right. Because that can lead you into some really awkward territory when you say, well, you believe this and this and this, right? And they'll be like, I don't really know what you're talking about. I've done that with like atheists, for example. I see. Um, and so you don't want to necessarily like assume that just because they claim a specific ism that they hold to every single thing 
that that particular worldview attests. Right. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, even just thinking about like all the different denominations of Christianity. Yeah. Exactly. If someone was just googling it, right? You know, they could be like, "Oh, you believe in speaking in tongues, or I don't know anything that." Yeah. Anything all the that different denominations. On. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, I can understand that. Yeah, for sure. And it's just a like a good thing to think about. Um. Other than that, I would also um. One of the most important things, honestly, is know what Christianity teaches. That's one of the yeah. most important things because when you approach this person that you're speaking with, your your main objective for a lot of the conversation will be to ask them questions and to listen intently. So ask them what they think about the origins of life. Ask them things. Uh, ask them what they think about. Um, the ultimate meaning to life and all of these, all of those kind of deep probing questions and listen for their responses and know where it differs from Christianity. Cause you'll, yeah. you need to know what Christianity teaches more than anything else, because that's where you'll understand the differences between the two religions and be able to also, um, see some commonalities where you can start building bridges. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously there's going to be more, disagreements than agreements but even you know some small things you you may be like oh okay well that's kind of how we believe this particular thing and start building those bridges like Um, at church today we talked about ramadan right um and this might sound silly but you could be like oh like prayer and fasting yeah prayer and fasting that's something that we do yeah Yeah, exactly right and that can be that can be a bridge that you can make right um and so uh so that's kind of what i would say i would say do do some homework um, but do more homework on what you believe and why you believe what you believe more so than the other particular religion. Yeah. Um, now, uh, so what was the other one? Like if you don't know their religion? Yeah, if you don't know, how do you prepare sp- Yeah. with speaking with someone or I guess approaching someone right. when you don't know what their religion is? Yeah, it's similar. Like I, I yeah. think it would be very close to the exact same thing. The most important thing is to know what you believe and why you believe it. Yeah. Know the main tenets of Christianity. Understand them. And um, I, I think going back to asking sort of the the big five questions. Yeah. You know, even exactly. if they don't submit to any type of mm-hmm. organized mm-hmm. religion or belief or philosophy, um, right. you know, they probably still have some type of mm-hmm. beliefs that answer those questions somehow. You right. Know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would also say too, uh, a really good thing to do and to get in practice of as well when you're having these conversations and, and when you end these conversations um, is to be extremely thankful for the conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, say that you appreciate the conversation and ask to have it again. Say that like this was this was a really interesting conversation. I really enjoyed talking to you and and like you know learning about what you believe. We should do this again sometime. Do you want to get coffee tomorrow or something like that? Yeah, uh, and talk about this further. Yeah, and again, I think that comes back to genuinely being interested in the person that you're talking exactly. to. Exactly. Um, yeah. Because I know for me, like at the end of a conversation like that, I would feel probably you know uncomfortable just because I'm, I've been I'm talking with someone who's who I disagree with on some things mm-hmm. maybe a little bit awkward mm-hmm. you know and so it will be hard to verbalize saying thank you so much mm-hmm. you know when in my mind I'm thinking thank you so much for this really awkward conversation you know what I mean <laughs> right, yeah, um and, and I want to have it again yeah, you know yeah. that's that's a hard thing to do right but I think if genuinely if you're practicing being genuinely interested in them, mm-hmm. then you know you're you you can say those things mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I think we are out of time, so I don't think we'll get to uh, get to another question. But um, uh, we've got more for next week. We got more yeah. questions. Um, Feels like a short podcast this week. It's really not. We're at like an hour five. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Without that's without edits, but with edits, probably be like an hour. So. We interesting are. yeah man it was a that was a fun one it was so. it was a fun one it was a really interesting one yeah we probably ticked off a lot of people <laughs> so, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully not many artists between between the artist and between all the marvel fans <laughs> oh yeah it's just right. yeah oh gosh sorry guys oh man uh, well, anyway, thanks again so much for listening. Um, we really appreciate you and if you again if you enjoy this podcast, uh, tell your friends about it. 
And um, we will talk to you again. Oh, wait, real fast. We got some exciting um, uh, interviews coming up as well. Oh, yes. Um, so one of them is a man named <coughs> uh, Hunter Baker, who is a professor at Union University. Yeah. And you know a little bit more about what he specifically he teaches? Well, I know that uh, So he's very into like political science mm-hmm. and sort of uh, a cr- Christian's roles in the political world. Right. And so uh, I'm really interested. I actually work with his wife at the hospital, and I'm, I'm really interested to see what he has to say about Christianity and politics, especially yeah. with everything that's going on right now in politics and right. all the craziness. Um, I, I'm just very interested. It'll be a really cool interview. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then uh, a little bit later this month, uh, we'll also have an interview with a man named Ebo Elder, who is a uh, an ex-professional boxer. And uh, I think, okay, so I'm, I may get this wrong, but he, he had at one point a title belt. and I, But I don't remember what weight class, so I'm not going to try because okay. I'm really bad with weight classes. Um, but uh, he's an amazing guy. He's got an awesome testimony. Um, he, uh, is a Christian speaker and author. Where is he from? Do you know? I can't remember where he's originally from. Um, but I, I actually met him. I was part of his college group. How long ago was that? 10 years ago. Oh yeah. Eight, like eight, nine, 10 years ago. Very cool. Somewhere around there. Yeah. So anyway, um, but, uh, he's an awesome guy. So we got, and we have a, a few other interviews in the works too. Uh, so just be looking forward to that. So. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too, man. All right. L- later, guys. That was really I weird. Know. I don't know why. Uh, thank so you bad. guys so much. Y'all have, <laughs> y'all have a good one. Bye.